Ready when you are. Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC with your fellas, Mark, Chris and Danny. We'll keep it simple. <laughs> we talk about the weekend's football. We're going to do our Champions League draft. We have games ahead of us. We're doing a new segment called Is He? Which should be fun. And any other good fun we can get up to. Let's go! special episodes yeah they're all special yeah. that's why Danny and when we get some when we get some people to interview they're going to be our special guests okay perfect yeah so yeah good weekend of football um I was at the uh Arsenal Liverpool game which I could talk about Man United got a late winner and uh Chelsea and Man City keep rolling Neither of you actually answered my message when I, I I missed the United game. I said sum it up in what like did they deserve to win? Was you said sum up in one word. And you and just I wrote lucky. lucky. No, no, I didn't say. I said sum up in a sentence. You just wrote lucky. And and you what, said, what, what does that mean? You said one word. I said yeah, they were lucky to get a late winner. Okay, all late yeah. winners are lucky. It's hard if I, I don't know how to sum it up in one word. Well, no, I mean really that's tough. why I said a sentence. But did Man United play well? The, the second question. half they did. Right, so like most most games then, yeah. went behind and then started playing well. Yeah, the first half they were, were luckyish to be. It was one nil. One nil. Yeah, no, they one were, one at half time. I can't remember. Yeah, Martial <laughs> scored in the yeah. other end. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. one one at half time, and uh, yeah, they were, that was a lucky score to to go in at half time one one. Second half they played a lot better. Basically, they took Fred off, and that changed the game. Really? Yeah, he was, you're not a fan of Fred. I liked him at the start of the season. He, he had a lot really of energy. Good. He looked like a lot of energy, tenacious, but... Mm. It's it's a bit reckless to me. <laughs> yeah, but he was a guy that looks like he plays on the edge. and He just struggles with football. I think quality. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> playing football. Because like, they swapped him for Herrera, and suddenly it just... I like Herrera. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love Herrera. he's a very, very un- underrated player. You know? I think he's incredibly underrated. When he comes on, I think Man United looks solid in midfield. Cause he, he's, he's a good passer. He's a very good passer, good at possession. Uh, he's a good tackler. You know, he really gets after it. And he can follow tactics. So, like, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that smart. means he only gets used in sort of bigger games where he has a job to do. Well, was that one game he was playing at centre-back, and that kind of messed him up a little bit, innit? Yeah, well, there was one game where... Was it centre-back? But a game that kind of messed him up is that he was given a job to Man Mark Hazard. Yeah, that was like two years ago. But the first time he did it, he got sent off, didn't he? And then the second second time, he was unbelievable. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But he showed... No, you're right. He showed that he can do that. I think that Mourinho... I don't understand Mourinho because he loves players like that. Players that will do exactly what he says tactically is what he wants because he he sort of paints it all on a a picture on a wall and goes, that's that's what's going to happen. His press conference was interesting. He was like... I'm trying to change the style of the team to be more attack, uh, attacking and to be more attractive because we've been asked to do that. And he was like, last year we played more defensive. And when you're defensive, you can hide your weaknesses and you can hide what people are not good at. And he's like, we're trying to attack now, so you're going to see more mistakes. Wow, you're that's, see. that's interesting. Do you think he's talking to people like Martial and... Um, I think I he's think, more talking I, about Lindelof and I think Smalling, he's talking about, yeah, the, just the team in general. He's like... Because last year, Man United had the best defence. Yeah. This year, they've already conceded like half the amount of goals they did in. They had eight clean sheets in their first twelve games last season. They had one clean sheet this season. Mm. Yeah, and I think what he's saying is De Gea is a bad goalkeeper. (laughs) (laughs) But I think what he's saying is like you know when a small team comes up against a big team in the Champions League and and the small team defends and you Mm. see it done well, not like in the Premier League where they roll over, but. I think what he's saying is last year they played defensive so they could essentially finish second because they were getting through each game. Now they're trying to score goals, they're going to concede a load. Cause but I don't mind that. I would much rather win games 3-2 but, but and score in the saying. last minute was like, than you know, have a boring 0-0 or just nick a 1-0 against someone like Bournemouth. I'd rather yeah, actually give it a but that's what he was saying in his press conference. He's like, well, at least the upsides are you, you're seeing a team trying to win it now yeah. you're seeing Perfect. a team in the That's 90th minute still looking like they're going to win and to be honest it, we scored in the last minute but from the 60th minute I just thought we were going to win it was, just, it was the it first was game it was the first game where I was confident we were going to win and it was only because it was stoppage time I was like oh we're going to run out of time here but Rashford and Pogba had the chance where Rashford 
shot and it was blocked on the it was an open goal and it was blocked by Ake on the line and then Pogba sort of reacted but kicked it too softly and then Brooks cleared it off the line but that should have been a goal. But how, how did Ake play? Because there's a lot of rumours about Ake coming to United in January. Uh, he he's class. He's yeah. He he. I think he might have got one of the man. I think you think he, he's class. I think he. I might think have he's good. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how good he is. I think he's he's still young enough and can improve enough that he could be really really. I good. think he's capable. I don't know about class. I think he. I think he is. Maybe I haven't. But I, to be honest, I don't know if I've paid enough attention to him because I don't know why I would. He had an amazing half season at Bournemouth two was it two seasons ago, and then Chelsea for some strange reason in January decided we we're going to bring him back off like it was yeah. only like the, the season of his life. They bought him back, and then he didn't. He started like two games for the rest of the season. I think that really put him back. It was annoying because Chelsea did that to a lot of players. Mm. Um, I, f- I think with defenders at lower teams, like when we say Ake had the half season of his life. Essentially, he just scored like four goals. I was going to say that's like, when fantasy football yeah. shows up. No, no, but he also but played like, really well for for a team like Bournemouth. Yeah. They started no, keeping clean sheets. They, they, they never kept clean sheets. But I think he's playing just as well now. But he's just not getting the goals he got that season. Yeah, like yeah, I think he is good. Like, was he playing? Obviously, right I wouldn't say he's up there with like yeah. Van Dijk level, but. Like when we talk about class and we talk about someone like Gomez looking good, I, like Ake is that level. Like he's yeah. interesting. Talking about uh, Van Dijk, the Arsenal Liverpool game was a great game. I yeah. saw a great. Game. Yeah. I saw what Rory, the per- your mate who you went to the game with. For our listeners who don't know who that is, um, yeah. put Van Dijk is Van Dijk. Is, I think he tweeted saying Van Dijk's the best cent- defender he's ever seen live. Rory said Rory said to me he might be the best centre back ever. And I was like, oof. But you look at him. I mean, he's massive as well. And he's so athletic. But The same hey, line. I I can't, you can't disagree well, with the same line. Well, he's going to be in my I don't know who else he's seen live. Let's but. not talk about it too much because I want to mention him later in, in our Is He. But I do want to say that is about as good an Arsenal performance I've seen in a long time. And the thing is, come at like, I, like, I just love the fact we t- touched on it last week. But they just have this ability now to come back and not give up. You and know, Lacazette is just... What a hero! Like. You know what amazed me, and so I know I, I was the first to say Arsenal were going to be three 0 down at half time, and all their defenders were going to be screwed. To be fair, I thought you had no left back and right back, but even still, I was actually really impressed with Arsenal. So for, I've seen a few couple of games this season, not that many, but something that really I thought stuck out, stuck out that hasn't in the last few years is the organisation. Like you saw, as soon as they lost the ball, as soon as Liverpool were on the on the attack on the break. The players knew what to do, like they knew how to get back into position, they knew where they were meant to be, they made tackles, they pressed together, that kind of level of coaching. Just not used to seeing Arsenal Well, like the that. thing is as well, like at the beginning of the season, I think Arsenal looked really shaky because new, new manager, new, new tactics, new schemes. Now we're starting to see it come to fruition where they've been training this way for a while and it's starting to look like they actually know what they're doing, especially like coming from the goalkeeper onwards, just yeah. like you said. But I've never, again, I don't, I've, Really, really, I'm not a fan of Xhaka. I've never seen him play that well. And if he was to play like that, and Torreira, who was just outstanding as well, played like that week in, week out, it's going to be a tough, tough challenge for any team coming into Arsenal. Like, that could be, potentially could be, like, a real, like, top three uh, class midfield in the Premier League. uh, Torreira just... um, I love, oh, I love Torreira. You, you know, you know the, I do. The, the Arsenal chart, so funny. The, the Vieira one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Torreira. He comes so, from Uruguay. He's only five foot high. Torreira. Uh, <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. But I mean, are we talked about it. He was, he was great for Uruguay in the World Cup. I thought he was a great sign. He's only 22 as well. Yeah, yeah. And it, that's why it's so interesting at the beginning of the season when he wasn't getting played. I mean, I don't know why. Maybe he just had to get adjusted to the English climate. Yeah, no maybe. Idea, but, like maybe yeah. he wasn't settled in, didn't have a house yet here, and maybe his family weren't settled, or maybe he was travelling a lot. Yeah. Could have been all sorts of reasons, but now maybe he seems a bit more settled. He's, yep. he's starting. The one thing with the game that I thought was strange was the best chances came when the team... So both teams tried to play it out the back, yeah. and the best chances came... When they lost the well, when they like either lost the ball straight away playing out of the back. Yeah. (laughs) And I actually thought both teams play similar styles, but what is different, which I think is better for Liverpool, is they do go long, and some of their best chances came when they went long. Where Arsenal play very similar in their own half to Liverpool, but never, never look for the for the long ball. Well, the thing is like um, uh, Kovacic. What's his name? Kovacic. Not Kovacic. Kalasinic. Kalasinak. 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 He was like, 
we was right on his side. He was right in front of us. And he was almost up with the forwards all the time. And yeah. I'm like, you're leaving Salah by himself. You're yeah. just leaving him there. And, and he was just, just vacant. And a couple of better passes. Yeah. Like Liverpool yeah. Were, were in. Because yeah, there was really. a couple of times they fired the ball at Salah and his touch yeah. was just... When you see it live, it's just like... Yeah. The way he brings it down, it's just... There just was that one class. where he played the ball just too early. It was never going to get to Mane. Yeah. But it looked, Mane managed to get close to it. But Mane touch rapid. Yeah. Oh my! Uh, yeah, that was yeah. when there was that where he just burnt like two players. Or yeah, yeah, I think it was Mustafi. Uh, just I mean, Mustafi made anyone faster. Yeah, true, true. But um, no, really good performance from Arsenal. I, uh, I mean, I don't know if we're unlucky not to get the win, or uh, the draw is probably a fair result. Yeah, I think it was. A, I said in the message, it was a game there which both teams would think oh, it was there to be won. Yeah, yeah. but no, no, neither team deserved the win. What they need to do is they need to sort out their set pieces, like. Uh, oh, yeah, Van Dijk so could have had a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but the oh, thing goal that would have been as well. Where he chested it down. Just, yeah. oh, that would have been a class goal. But we don't use it as a weapon. Like every every corner, every free kick is just like a, a small. You know, they do a short pass yeah. and then nothing comes of it. They just start playing again. And get, it does get quite frustrating. Especially when we saw how good England were at it in the World Cup. Yeah. England don't have. Yeah. You couldn't look at our England team in the World Cup and say they're full of giants. But one guy like, from yeah. corners, I think, you know, fair enough if you get a clean header in, that's great. But a lot of the times, all you want to do is create havoc, in it, and just get someone just flying yeah. legs and then just just kick the ball in, in yeah. the goal. Just get it in the box. That's what you want to do. It's only be interesting. They've got Spurs at home in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And that'd be a really interesting game because Spurs, although they keep grinding out wins and did again, it's weird. Yeah, just, I don't feel like don't feel like they're playing well. But no, but that's but why I said that's why I said last week this. Uh, um, that was a game to be missed for me because I could easily see that being a nil-nil. But they managed. I mean, they played well at the beginning, I guess. But um, I don't think they're playing well. It's actually quite surprising they're this. But then I, I thought they were going to get hammered. They're like the opposite of Fulham to me. <laughs> but I thought they'd get hammered by City, and apparently. They were, they never, and they actually played quite well. Yeah. Like, against Wolves, I didn't watch all the game. I turned it. No. Um, I was all sported out by, by half-time. Yeah. Like, why was there a Saturday night game? Is that ever happened? A quarter to eight Saturday That's night game? That's the fourth game? game they've had at that time. Why? Uh, well, this season. Uh, it's not this must season, be BT and Sky. Like, ever. It's just so weird. Because two of the games were on BT and Sky, obviously, on a deck. And then they had no early Sunday morning match. Yeah, I, I, which I, I just can't it. understand the logic behind it because if they they, they they kind of stopped the Friday night games because no one was watching them, only to go and put one on a Saturday night, which is even less likely to be watched. It's just really bizarre. But it's just tough when you have Man United, Bournemouth. Then obviously the the rugby was, was nine the o'clock in the evening. Like I, yeah. I, I, I have to leave. I'm yeah. not I'm not watching this anymore. Yeah, well, the f- and you had the rugby on, and yeah. then we had the the Liverpool like. I was just done. And you was watching I was watching the boxing. Out. Yeah. yeah, and I was watching the boxing. I was like, I just... That all Saturday was just sport. And that may sound good, but after a while no, you just get a bit yeah. like... I should really brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we go to Izzy? Yeah? Sure. So this segment, is he? It's basically just us going to mention a player or coach somewhere in football and ask, is he whatever? Alright. I've got a he? Has he? We can do. We can do. We can spread it out to is he or are they or has he? Uh, I don't know if that how much of a talking point that would make it. But all right, because we'll give, give us an example. And we'll see if it's worth talking. So about. Harry Kane has he peaked? Oh, oh you can say <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he peaked? Don't really work. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you live on the streets, has Harry, God, has, has Harry Kane peaked? Um, like I we made I made a joke at the start of the season that he was just a four season wonder. Yeah, like. I obviously didn't rate his World Cup. Um, I, 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 we, we questioned whether he was fully fit or not. Yeah. But as, as it goes on, I know he scored against Wolves, but it just doesn't. I don't know if it's the team around him. I don't. He just doesn't seem to be adding much. He's not getting as many shots off. Well, if he was, if he was to play like this, Harry Kane for the next ten years, is that going to be a bad thing? Uh, it will because. If he plays the way he has the last few weeks, he falls out of our. Well, not let's leave the last few weeks. Maybe just say the last few years then. But it's different. That's what I'm saying this season is not not like yeah. previously. If he plays like this season for the next ten years, I don't think he'll. Like at the the last few season, he's on course to even challenge Alan Shearer's Premier League goal scoring records. 
most likely beat Rooney's England goal-scoring record and like be considered one of England's great strikers, like a Gary Lineker. If he plays like this season, I think he falls out of contention for them. Here's my problem with that. Only because I was looking at something else and I noticed this earlier. So the only one striker in the Premier League has had more shots on goal, which is Aguero, than Harry Kane. Harry Kane's shot accuracy, only one striker in the Premier League is actually better. And he scored six goals. Is that Peter Crouch? No, it's actually Morata, which is a whole other question. Jeez. Um, but showing these stats. Yeah, well, stats are misleading, right? But he's also scored six goals in ten games. And he's one, behind, one more goal and he's top goal scorer in the Premier League at the moment. I thought so he hadn't scored a game at a goal. The, 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 this is what I can't understand. It's like, we talk about, and I don't know if we just, it's because he sets such high expectations of himself that we think he's like Messi, Ronaldo standards. And I don't know if we've like been brainwashed to think that unless someone is at that level, they're, they're not good enough to be like considered as the greatest. But he's still doing I everything think, he's done in other seasons. I think what, what maybe part of the problem is, is that when he went at his peak, when he scores goals, he scores some he scores some quality goals, and I don't think he's getting the same quality of goal that he yeah. had done in seasons past. He's but just to that really point, is that the team? Is that the team? Because now, you, like we talked about, Lucas Moura coming in and changing things up. Lamella's now come in; it changes dynamics as well. The, the rest think, of the team I are playing as well. Ericsson and Ali, yeah, is is like they well, basically run the, the, the top of them, don't the they? Ericsson to the Ericsson to Kane combination apparently is the most frequent in terms of. Uh, partnership in terms of assist to goal score. What in the Premier League? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. And look, and the, the mentioning Lamella is actually quite interesting because I actually think he might be a little bit counterproductive for them because he is playing. I think individually he's playing incredibly well. The problem is is that he does too much. He occupies too much space. He uh, holds onto the ball far too long, and I don't know if that's necessarily good for someone like Kane who. Obviously, he's, he's, his whole thing is he's going to run lines and someone's going to pass it to him. Lamelo's not really that type of player. Yeah, it, to me, I think that's why it's an appearance thing because to me, it seems like Kane is running the lines less. Mm, like, maybe. And, maybe like, he, and maybe he is. Maybe because he knows it's not coming. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll see like a good 10-minute spell where he's just stood still. Yeah, and he doesn't get the ball. I get that, but then the flip side of that is we keep saying Tottenham aren't playing well. They're still winning games. They won 8 out of 11. They're still in the top four. Well, and maybe... If you remove... Champions League. <laughs> All right, yeah, but they've not played well in the Champions League, admittedly. I mean, in the Premiership, they're still in the top four. They're still where they probably should yeah. be. They're not gonna. They're, no, they're nowhere near Liverpool, Chelsea, and City. Let's be honest. So, actually, we laugh about it, but maybe the whole, uh, <laughs> the whole, you know, team playing playing more than just for Kane is is the right thing for Spurs. Maybe that's what they've been doing wrong all these years. It's been too reliant on him. Maybe uh, Pochettino saw seen that and thought, let's be less reliant on him and see what happens. Okay, um, I got one. Go on. Um, we talked about it. It's probably going to be an easy answer now. Uh, thinking back, but um, uh, Virgil Van Dijk is he the best centre back in the Premier League? Yes. Yeah. In the Premier League, yes. Premier League. Yeah. Uh, him or I'm trying to go for it. I'll, I'll put Alderville Road there. Um, this season. Uh, just, uh, I, I, just in general. Yeah, I general, think I've been. Uh, he is good. Of course, he's good. Alderville. Company uh, on his day. Yeah, company. I think you you put in history on his side. Like, Probably right. Yeah. Yeah, last but couple of seasons, company's not been the same player. I do think yeah. Rudiger's really good. He is, but he's not at Van Dijk's level yet. No, no, no okay. not at all. Not at all. Laporte. The. I mean, Laporte's a great defender. He is a great defender. So very, very I think well. City defenders are going a bit unnoticed just because. They hardly do anything. Well, like, yeah. And uh, it's difficult because Laporte, again, this is a fantasy football thing, he looks better because he gets such great like, stats because he passes like so much. had a great game on Saturday. Yeah. Like, one of the better games. Yeah. He, oh, play, he plays he's well in big games. He's so big. Yeah. But he's what, huge. And, um, but also, he's, he's really like, his touch, his quality, a great passer. I just... Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think he could be up. Like, I'd like to see it for a bit longer. But what he has done is he's made Lovren... And Gomez better. Should I have said in world football? I mean, would that have made it a bit more of a difficult... That is more difficult because I think people like... Although he's had a terrible season, Varane is an amazing defender and is still very young. And it's, he's only... Godin is an amazing defender. You've got I, some other really I don't know defenders. who I'd put the best, but I, I love Benucci. Like, yeah, Benucci, like, those kind of players... I, they're they're really not as fashionable really as a Varane. Like, yeah. I think Varane is a bit... Got a bit of class with the ball, but... When you look at like a Benucci, you think, God, that like he, no one gets by him. Like. Yeah. 
The funny thing about Van Dijk, um, did you hear, not, was it last week or for where he got given the captaincy for Liverpool in, one, in the, the cup game? And apparently Klopp said to the changing room, who would you like, I want you guys to decide who's going to be captain. And unanimously they all said Van Dijk. And at that point you got to, you sort of think, right, well obviously they've all seen it as well. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's going to be their captain for a long time. He, um, he just looked, for me as well on Saturday, he looked like one of them players that just don't sweat. Like there's no, 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 like, no panic no in him. Yeah. No, no panic yeah. in him, he's just yeah. like... He just goes through it quite easily, but yeah. Okay. Um, so I've got one. Yeah. Um, Rafa Benitez. Is he really one of the best managers in Europe? Um, I mean, was he still considered that at the point when, when Newcastle signed him? or got him? Well, yeah. I think people still talk about it like he's he, one of the best well, managers. Well, he, he joined Newcastle the same season he was managing Real Madrid. So yeah. they, clearly you don't become a bad manager in four months. So He's won the Champions League. Not yeah. that many managers have done that. He's been at I top think clubs. he is. I think he just needs to be at a club that will accept his unattractive style. So when he was at Liverpool, I think Liverpool liked the fact they were underdogs. So everything he did well at Liverpool, the the famous Chelsea games, the the Champions League, they were always underdogs. They were never like even in the group stage against a team like Olympiacos, they went one nil down, made themselves out of it underdogs. Like I think because when you're underdogs you're like win at all costs like if we win it's just like it doesn't matter how we win like so they go to Chelsea and they win with the ghost goal just defend for their lives yeah. it, it's acceptable because they shouldn't be going to Chelsea and win so I think when I think his style has just become unattractive like when you look at other other teams where yeah. now the emphasis seems to be on Attack playing goals. out the back playing yeah I think he is still a good manager he's just got to find a team which would be happy to play that style. I think that's why... It, well, I mean, I don't know, like, managers, the same as players, they must get past it at some point. Is he reaching that point? I don't, that's I think, why I'm asking yeah. the question. I just think football <coughs> thinks it's moved, it's evolved into a different... That's why I think Simeone is happy at Atletico, because I think he, he won't go he's very aware that yeah. if he went somewhere else and tried to... It's the same with Mourinho. Mourinho's not suddenly become a bad manager. His style just seems dated when you look at the teams around yeah, them. Yeah. And it's like, well, as Danny said, I'd rather see us beat Bournemouth in a 3-2, two, 2-0 two down game than grind a, a boring 1-0. Do, yeah. do you think Pep has a lot to do with that? Because he kind of, yeah. like Barcelona was always that side that was different in terms of the way they attack. And he took that Barcelona kind of mentality outside of Barca, started spreading it and, you know, yeah. flavouring the entire uh, world with it. And now everyone wants to be that type. Funny enough, Pellegrini was one of the first so before Pep Guardiola was doing it, Pellegrini was doing it with Malaga, mm. and and then there was, I can't remember who was doing it with Villarreal, but it came out of Spain for sure, where all the top teams, because they were Italian teams or British teams, and when Italy were big in Europe, then Europe, then England were big in Europe, um, we were all playing with a, a solid defence. It was like if you can't defend, you're not going to win cups, and it was all about being solid and then poaching goals. Whereas all of a sudden, teams in Spain started showing you could win games. And Sevilla started doing it in the Europa League. You can win games by playing attractive football. And it was like, hold on, hold on a minute. So we can win and play good football. And I think everyone's attitude to football suddenly changed. Pep came along and look what he did with Barcelona. Given he had probably the greatest team, well, certainly yeah. in our lifetime. Um, but I think it just changed perception completely. And then we've gone full hog the other way now. And everyone's sort of going, well, I don't want to watch boring football. When I can go and watch really good football, we can still win. Why would you? It makes sense, right? So it's, it is difficult for some of those managers that made a living, basically, out of winning things by being a solid, tactical, structural team. All of a sudden, they've got to come up with this fluid, clock-like way of working yeah. and still still get the same yeah, That's the one I think. Yeah, I, like Pep, there's been an acceptance that Pep plays good football. But he's always had by far the best team. Yeah. Oh, my squad, yeah. oh my god! Ridiculous yeah. like, as well. Like imagine him at Stoke. Because they were talking about uh, it was, was like, it a Tuesday night at Stoke. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Sky Sports had Pep's defensive record up until like two seasons ago, and he's got the best defensive record in Europe. And they're like Pep's secret to defending, and I was like, well, hang on a minute. When he was had Bravo in goal and I can't remember the fullbacks Mangala. <laughs> and they were conceding every week he just bought a 50 million pound right back he spent 120 million on left, back, <laughs> left and right back <laughs> a 50 million reserve left back yeah. a 50 million starting left back and an 80 million goalie whatever and you're like okay there is a there is a, a, a bit of a helping hand where I think someone like Klopp can actually show okay you can still play good football have a good cup run but not 
have that same like best the best eleven. Like Liverpool's front three are up there with the best front three. But when you when you start looking at the subs that they bring on, and you're like, oh, yeah, like against Arsenal, Fabinho was terrible. Mm. But then I looked at the bench. I was like, literally, there was no other centre midfielder. Mm. But that's—I mean, got, I know Henderson's Henderson, but Henderson they got Cater, they've got Oxley Chamberlain when he comes back. They have actually got strength and depth. I'm, I'm just think they're struggling with yeah. injuries a little bit now. Uh, but it's the same with the Champions League final last year. Like it, the yeah. depth isn't there. So I think yeah, yeah. when you see Sari at Chelsea and Klopp, then it's like it makes that good football winning actually a, a realistic target. I think Pep, yes, he does it, but I think there's always been an acceptance that he's quite selective of when he goes to a team and what team he's going to have. Yeah. So, I've got one. Go on. Is uh, Sean Dyche, is he underachieving? Well, you could just as easily ask, did he overachieve last well, season? Yeah, that's part of it, I guess. Because um, Burnley obviously did really well to get into the Europa League. What, what did they finish? Six? Uh, yeah. Seven eight. or eight. Something like that. Yeah. Eight. I think because of how, the, how it yeah. happened in Europe with the Cups winning. Like, I mean, we've said we've said as well. You know, a lot of the teams are probably going to benefit that there are three really bad teams that are probably going to keep everyone up instead of um, stay down. But well, you say that I mean Fulham are nineteenth now, but Burnley's down there with the minnows. Um, they've obviously done well before, but I mean they scored two goals. They conceded four against West Ham this weekend. Like, I like to think he, I don't know if 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 I romanticise who Sean Dutch is. We're just talking about how Rafa Benitez has been a good manager. Is he like? Is he a good manager, or did he just have a good season? Everyone liked it, him being the underdog. No, you've got to and say now he's he, come back to earth. He is a good manager, and the reason you know he's a good manager is he got them promoted from the Championship, got them into the Premier League, had an okay season, nearly stayed up, but not quite enough. But did enough to like the the club didn't crumble like a lot did. He went back down stabilised and came back up again and is now built a bit of a legacy almost there where, where they've been there a few years now and they're expected to stay up I think to, to be able to do that you have to be a decent manager but is he underachieving they're currently 15th in the table if Burnley finish 15th this season are they underachieving I, I, don't, I think if they finish in the top 10 they're overachieving so yeah. I don't think he's a They'll million be, miles yeah. off where they should be, to well, be honest. Look, looking, at, looking at the table they, uh, they aren't, they shouldn't, there's quite a lot of teams you would say alright they should be above them um, maybe I'm thinking maybe they should be around where Brighton is. Like Brighton, uh, uh, Brighton overachieving that respect as Burnley. I don't know. What were you gonna say, Mark? Uh, yeah, I was just thinking if they finish fifteenth, you would say there's probably fourteen teams. Like, cause one thing I don't know whether it was Sean Dyche or not. I, Burnley's like summer activity wasn't. No, they were, they, were, they were like no. second worst. They, they bought a position where they've already got two. And considering they're in Europe, like, you, like they needed to seriously strengthen. So but thank God they how, got how much, how much that Sean Dyche has fought or not, I'm not sure. Because as we said, Burnley went down and didn't crumble. Is that because they are so like... Tight? Well, they're well managed, yeah. maybe. So, <laughs> That's probably what it is. But yeah, that well managed always uh, comes back like to bite you if you don't, if you're well managed... Yeah. and being tight for so long so uh, I don't know how much that's Sean Dyche if it is then yes he's underachieving like he should have made it aware they needed more depth but I, yeah I, I don't know enough to know whether it was he with what he's got I think if he has a good second half to the season they can finish near 10th yeah. I think I think there's a top 10 that have outspent Burnley so anywhere sort of between 15th and 10th is about norm so I've got another one, the final one. Yeah, we'll call it the final one. <laughs> Who does he play for? So, mine was going to be Morata. No, so, so, start again, just say, I've got one more. So, I've got one more. Morata, is he actually a better striker than we think? No. No. Because so, I didn't think he was any good. So, let me, let me explain why. I, I'm not saying I do. No. I just want to give You're some stats. You're clinging on... <coughs> To last season when you said he was put him in your good. side if you're so big on him. I wanted to give some stats that I was really surprised at. He scored two goals today, as we know. I wanted to give some stats because I was really, really surprised when I started listening to. It. I mentioned them earlier when I was looking. That's how I came across some McCain stats. Hold so, on, hold on, Dan. We're going into a, a recurring segment. Danny's stats that are facts. Go on. <laughs> well, these are facts. I looked them up. Exactly. The appropriate title. I can't find the thing on here. Right. Um, he scored six goals already this season. In the Premiership, that's five. 
five in ten games. That's a goal every other game. Fine. Uh, that's actually the same amount of goals as Lacazette and Mitrovic have scored. It's actually more goals than Lukaku and Zaha have scored. And he's only two off the top. Stay with me. For Spain, he scored 13 goals in 25 international appearances. That's more than a goal every other game. In his career, he scored 99 goals in 240 appearances in his entire career, which is just over two, every, a goal every two games. And, as I mentioned earlier, when you start comparing some of his shooting stats to people like Aguero, Kane, Rashford, all the top teams, his shot accuracy is something like 68 69%. No one's anywhere close to that. And he's had 25, 30 attempts already this season. So I also don't think he's that great. I hold my hands up. I thought he was great when he first came to Chelsea and I wouldn't may not sign him. He's been a bit of a flop. But I was looking at all this thinking, actually, given all of that, he can't be doing that badly. How bad a striker is he? Is Morata a good striker? No. <laughs> but he's scoring goals. How many no, goals do you want? I guess, I guess that's what... I mean, that's his job, isn't it? He doesn't... I don't think he adds anything else but goals, I guess, if you're going to say that. Like, he doesn't... And there's no, there's no link-up play. There's no ability the to pass. What the don't tell you is the misses. Well, but apparently well, he doesn't... He's got, that's got at least 70% shot accuracy. Yeah. All right. It, that doesn't mean he scores 70% of the time. But what but that doesn't tell you is like the difficulty the of the chance. No, it doesn't. It like doesn't. today, he could have had a hat-trick. He was one-on-one -on -one with Henderson. Yeah, that, that lob was ridiculous. I mean, that's like, a striker that, who's that's not the good, kind of misses he does regularly. It's not He's not doing misses where it's like, oh, do you know what? I did well there. He made some space, got a yard, got a shot off and did well. It's like, no, he's through on goal and he's missed. And the thing like, is, he, he's, he's obviously playing in good sides. So he's doing the job for, for, for big clubs. And that is to be on the end of things, and he's scoring goals. The thing is, but if you were to put if you were to put him in any other side in the Premier League, do you think he would like or say uh, any team that is in the top five or six would he markedly improve him? If you put him on a Burnley, would he improve him? And you like, yeah, oh, I think he, he scored, would improve a Burnley. But he scored like because he would score goals. I don't know. He's about Chris Wood's level. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys just hate me. Right? I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying I agree. And I think that, he is. I'm just. I was really surprised when I started looking at the stats. Actually, the guy scores a goal every other game in his entire career. Look, I, 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 don't, I don't hate like him. Four goals in the Premier League. No, he's like, already on five for this season. Fine. But Chelsea have scored nearly thirty. And he's but he's, he wasn't even starting at the start. Giroud's been starting. It's only because Giroud was injured today. Okay. I mean, if he's not starting every game, then how can you say he's a uh, you know he's a good? Uh, All I'm asking is, is he? Well, you're asking it, Dan, and we're think... answering you. Don't right. get defensive. The answer is no. <laughs> no he's exactly no. where we think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> no, I, I don't know. He, he's okay. Does that mean Chelsea needs to go out in January and buy a big-time striker to win the league? No, Probably. because they've got it like. The way they play, their strikers clearly don't... Because I don't think Giroud's actually scored a Premier League goal. And clearly, Morata's not contributing a lot to their Premier League goals. So, their goals are coming. So, their strikers are clearly not key for them to score a goal. Fair enough. Alright, just thought I'd ask the question. <clears throat> so, we've got Champions League action this week. So, we're going to do our Champions League draft at the beginning of the uh, season or near the beginning. Uh, we all drafted uh, four teams and we can make some of our changes if we want. Uh, Mark's teams currently have the least points, so he gets the first option if he wants to change one of his teams. Currently, well, you've got PSG, Bayern Munich, Man United and Spurs. But that actually puts me at a disadvantage. I think we should all say who if we're dropping someone and Why? then I get first pick. No. Why? Because I... Like, how, how does it put you at this Oh, advantage? I see what you mean. Because yeah. neither of us have dropped our teams yet. And we've got, obviously, all the best teams. So, actually, the last person... The first person, arguably, has the least... So, I'm going to drop a team. Do you know, I don't know who you're That's a really good point, actually. Up. Now you've said it. Maybe we should do the, the reverse. And whoever's winning has to, to say whether they drop first or not. Because, although then... I or we just not all say who we're dropping. And no, no, no. I don't want us to do it all at the same time. Someone has to drop first. This is the worst game. This is this a terrible is game. game. <laughs> Let's, Let's just ask on Twitter it. what people think about how terrible this game is. Yeah. Send it in. Right, Mark, you're going first. Right, you've got PSG, Bayern, Maynard and Spurs. You can drop one of them and replace them with another. And this is to win the Champions League. Or at least Simple make it as far as or possible. Or make it as far as possible. Alright, well, <clears throat> I'm going to drop Tottenham. Wow, shocker. You picked them to win. <laughs> yeah, but to be honest, I did that on the basis that they'll actually have a home stadium and they would have been uh, uh, like Pochettino now. Yeah, all right. Things haven't gone their way. To be fair, out of all my predictions, that's the one that's not really go going well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, just that one. 
What do you mean? I said uh, Arsenal top four, and I said. Uh, and they're not in top Luke four. Luke Shaw in. Uh, England squad. squad. Yeah, yeah both both of which. Well, one happened, and one's not looking too far off. Go on, who you drop in Spurs for? Um, I don't. Who? I'll go through the teams, and you tell me if someone's bottom. Well, I don't well, know the top of well we got Man City, Atletico, Liverpool, and Ajax are taken by me. And I've got Barca, Juventus, Real Madrid, and Inter. That's so strong. That's ridiculous. Obviously, you're not going to drop any of them. How do you know? Well, you're an idiot if you do. Hmm. Talk through your thoughts, Mark. Yeah. Did, did someone have Ajax? I have Ajax. You have Ajax. Someone have Leon? Nope. I did have. I, I kept. I was going to and I so kept Ajax. I'm thinking between Leon or Napoli. Sounds like no one had Napoli. Nope. No one had Napoli. No one had Napoli. Yeah. So they're really the only two options. So um, do you think? Yeah. I'm going to go Leon just because uh, they're in a safer place. Right. Go on, Danny. Put it in the books. Mark so has Mark dropped, Spurs. dropped Spurs and he's put in Leon. Leon. Danny is buzzing. I am absolutely buzzing that I can pick Borussia Dortmund. Thank you, Mark. I was I'm sure you were going to go pick them. I, I actually I I back Dortmund to go and win the bloody thing. They look unbelievable. Right, this so who are you dropping? Then? Uh, I'm going to drop... I'm going to drop... It's not that I'm easy for you, actually. Because uh, I really like Ajax. I really like them. But I just I can't see them getting through the big teams. So I am going to drop Ajax. And I'm going to swap them Borussia Dortmund. I probably should have looked, because I presume Borussia Dortmund was taken. Nah. Yeah. We did read them out. So I, that's why I'm with me. That's why I didn't Number pick Real Madrid when we were still doing things. So I've dropped Ajax, and I'm picking Dortmund. And I think they're going to win the win the Champions League. For the listeners at home, Danny sort of hogs the screen a bit. <laughs> <He's not laughs> Wait, hey, listen. Chris is right in front. Chris can see the screen just like I can. Go I tried to help you there. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I've got Man City. No, I've got... Barcelona, Juventus, Real Madrid, Inter. I will keep all four. Strong, lovely. Strong. We did. We actually did. Me and Danny did the points for um, whose team's got the most points. I'm currently winning because all my four teams have thirty points. Danny's has twenty five, and Mark has sixteen. So mm. there you go. Yeah, Tottenham's one point though. Yeah, Tottenham's bad. Yeah. big time. Cool. They haven't actually played that badly. They just no, they, they just really have haven't. sort of five minute spells where they lose a game. I genuinely think Lamella might be an issue for him. <laughs> um, for what reason? It's just, well, other than you said earlier, I guess. But. Do you know, like you know, like Russell Westbrook, right? I don't know who that is. Russell Westbrook's. A, I'm not. I'm going to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, what sport is that? Basketball. Oh, Russell right, Westbrook's okay. a basketball player, but he's like, he's considered like a you know top ten player in the league. The problem is his teams don't win that much because he's so greedy. Ah. So I, I agree with you. Lamella is greedy. Uh, and I, I think... I hope Pochettino but because he puts so much effort in, you, you think, well, he's playing well and he's putting effort, yeah. but is it conducive to winning for the entire team? I also it? think if you're going to be a great player, you have to be selfish. And the, the greatest, to a degree. Play, the greatest players, the greatest goal scorers, are generally selfish. And that's why they score so many goals. I put Messi on the table. Messi's an anomaly. I mean, come on now. Messi's like a... He's like a. He's a really good player. He's an enigma. Is he okay at playing <laughs> football? Um, that's all right. Should we go to our game? Go right. straight to the game. No stats on the screen. <laughs> Even okay. though you've read some of these out. So uh, have I? Yeah. So I'm a stat king. That's why. I wanted to know <laughs> how well you've been following the the top goal scorers in the league. Ah, oh, that's ironic. So. Uh, I've got all twenty. This is so unfair. <laughs> I've got all uh, twenty teams, but I was only going to do the bottom ten. So, who wants to be the odd numbers and who wants to be the evens? Uh, I'll be odd. Odd. So I'm going to give you. So from eleven to twenty, you're the odd teams, and Danny, you're the evens. So what? It's two points on offer. One to name who that team's top goal scorer is currently, mm-hmm. and another point to tell me how many goals that player has scored. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. To try and keep track of the scores, I've got pen and paper. That's the first time in pod history. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming there is n- none that are like drawing with someone else. There's no trick there questions. There are, okay. oh. which have multiple. Right. And, and, and you get a point for either. I was thinking, should you get a point for naming the, at least one of them? I think or so. all yeah. of them? No, I think you should get a point for all of them. If you name one of them, you should still get a point. 
And if you know that there's a, the two that are on the same, you should get a bonus point. Come on. Because that's really tough. That's then. really tough, yeah. yeah. All right. So if you name them, you get a point per name. If you get the goal... It does mean it's odds, like, in terms of the possible points that could be that's won here. But let's I think, let's be honest, Chris isn't winning this game. But come on. <laughs> this one I might actually be. All right, go so okay, if you name on. more than one... Chris, you picked odds. Danny, you picked evens. Yep. So in 11th place is Wolves. So Chris, that's an odd number, Wolves. Gino. Can I look at their players list? Oh, I don't know. Because it might say who their goal yeah, scorer is. Yeah, come on. Um, so Wolves, who's their top goal scorer and how many goals has he scored? Um, their top goal scorer is Jimenez. Correct. And he has four goals. Close. Are there, bon- oh. are there bonus points on offer if you hand it over? Uh, no, because the the yeah, goal scoring is only you're probably right. only going to be one off. Was so it three? I think it was. Was three. it three? Yeah. I was thinking that. Over Chris, there. you have one point. Woo. Big. So in twelfth place is Brighton. We know who that is. I wonder if it's Glenn Murray. Glenn Correct. Murray. Correct. How many goals? Has well, he how many? It he's, he's good for a goal a game. So how many games they played? Uh, now is he on? He is on six goals. Correct. Two points to Danny. Yeah. Thirteenth place are West Ham. Their top goal scorer is Arnautovic. Correct. He has five goals. Correct. Big. Boom. Big. He needed that. that. That was huge. I like this game. So, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I thought it would be a good game because we should get answers. Yeah. yeah. I thought the, the number of goals is going to be tough. So... What were we fighting? 14th is Crystal Palace. Who's their top goal scorer? It can only be Wilfred Zaha. Yes. And I'm pretty sure he has three goals. Correct. So they got multiple ones? Palace? No. Oh, nah, just Zaha's. Zaha's they're only way goals. ahead. Literally three goals. Three goals. <laughs> I think Townsend getting one today is probably the closest. I thought they. I thought Tompkins or one of their centre-backs had got Yeah, they've got one. I yeah. think they've got a few players with one. but it's just Currently 4-3. To Danny, God. but what this is a big, big chance for Chris with Burnley, who do have multiple. Oh, yeah. so uh, I know one has to be a uh, good Munson. Correct. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, and also, uh, I think one of their centre backs might. Should, can I give you? Actually, I'll tell you, Good Munson. He's got uh, three. Incorrect. Ah, is it two? Yeah. Yeah. Which means if it's a joint goals, top goal scorer... <laughs> you can't have the points for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. But is the other one um, Sam Vokes? Vokes is correct. With, with oh, two, yeah. That's a huge shout. Yeah. Big shout. I There's wasn't sure if it was Chris Wood or... I wasn't sure if it was their centre-back, innit? Yeah, Which uh, one? Uh, no, their centre-backs haven't scored this season. Are they not? No, no. they're not. Maybe I think Chris Wood is a centre-back. So you've got... <laughs> Definitely not. I think that's what I thought. Well, their top goal scorers, they've actually got four. Top goal scorers. Oh, which we, should we keep it? Oh, so maybe uh, Chris Wood would be in there. <laughs> is Chris Wood in there? No. Is Aaron Lennon on there? No. Uh, I'm not going to get any more. Hendricks? It's Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky? Oh, you're of right. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Barnes. Ah. Barnes, that's the other striker. Oh, well. So you've got two for that. That's all right. Yeah. I hope so I've got taken some the lead. Dub- I hope goals. I've got some with doubles. <laughs> that's this is a bit unfair. <laughs> it's, uh, unfortunately not. Oh. You've got... <laughs> Southampton next. <laughs> Danny Ings. Correct. Danny Ings. How many goals does Danny Ings have? Uh, he scored. Does it include today's goal? Is that in- included in your um, total? It should be, because when I checked the Aguero number, Aguero's goal is included today. So Yeah. Um, oh, this is and he must this is off the Premier League's website as of 7pm. <sighs> oh, then, <laughs> then yeah, yeah, it should be then. Um... This is a tough one. But we want the answer on the sheet. So I'm going to go with four. <laughs> Correct. Ooh, I thought it was three. It, it was three. It was three today, today, yeah. yeah. Danny's on a perfect score so far. And I'm still not winning. How's this happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, you are. You should be winning. No, yeah, yeah. By one point. But you Chris just was winning by one. Oh, he yeah. just got two points. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's 6-5. Yeah. All right. Let me do the scores. All right. Uh, so, Chris, for two points, can you tell me... Newcastle's top goal scorer and how many goals he's scored. That is tough. Um, that is tough. Their top goal scorer is. Do you know it then? 
think so. Her dead top goal scorer is Perez, Aozi Perez. No. Oh, see what I was going to go with. Oh. No. Then it can only be, it has to be Hosseli. Hosseli. Ah. With two. two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was going to be two. Does he not have... The, what, has he only got the one goal then? Yeah. Perez oh, today, yeah. Oh, yesterday. I mean, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of Yosselu. I couldn't think of... I, yeah, I've not watched between the two, but... I, I, I don't know Because Perez scored yesterday, I thought he'd already scored before, I'm so... I'm not interested in watching no. crappy news. Plus, they don't score goals. <laughs> yeah. Zero. <laughs> yeah. They all win. So, here's a multiple one. Oh, wonderful. Danny. Great. Cardiff. Oh my god, they scored you know what? four yeah. in that game, didn't they? <laughs> Danny, you get, you get, Danny, you get a point for each player you can actually name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so glad I didn't get them. How many multiples are there? There's Jesus. that black guy with the uh, dreadlocks. So clearly we've gone with, if you get the name wrong, you, you don't guess the number. Yeah, yeah. So um, make sure you pick... Are there a lot of multiples here? There's two players. So to be honest, I wouldn't have got these. I can't remember if it's like Peterson or Patterson or because they're not their striker. You've got a pick. It's one of those. It, You're so close. It's, it's like, um, what's his name? Uh, God, I have not watched any card. I'm going with Peterson. It's Patterson. Oh! <laughs> oh, you're so close. Oh. Unfortunately. Wait, I'm just doing a chance where I can get the other guy, right? I can still get the other guy. You're not going to get the other guy. Um, the other Are guy... Are you to like, um, guesses then? All right. Murphy. It is Murphy. Yes! Do I get that? I don't know. Well, you've got two no, points. you get two that. People, you get that. So you I get, get one point, right? Yeah, he gets Murphy. Oh. And I'm going to go with one goal. It's two. Oh. It's two. It is two. Oh. And all right. Oh, Murphy. Chris. Patterson. To equalise. Fulham. Fulham's top goal scorer... Ooh, that's quite <laughs> tough. Oh, that is tough. I thought this was one of the easiest. You, uh, um, well, I mean, for me, it's either going to be Sherlock or Mitrovic, but I'll go with... Uh, but talking about how many goals Mitrovic has scored, but he hasn't scored in a while, I'm going to go for Sherlock. Oh, <laughs> Mitrovic has got, like, a few goals. He's got at least four or five goals. Yeah, but, do you know what? In fact, he's got... Uh, you've got oh. five, right? Five. Yeah. Oh, man. Danny said it earlier in the podcast. I did even say it earlier. Yeah. Oh, man. I weren't listening oh, to you. That was your moment, Chris. Oh. Crumbled. This is the hardest one of them all. Okay. But it's a multiple. Okay. Huddersfield. Oh, jeez. Oh, Name their players. Um, <laughs> Name their players. Oh, scored a goal. Well, <laughs> I guess the multiples is because they're on ones. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm trying so to... If you get a correct name. Deplatra? No, incorrect. Oh. He, has he not scored? They're four goal scorers this season. Zanka, Shinila, Stankovic and Billin. They're bad. Oh. Ah, so was, how did it end? How's the scores on the doors? 7-5. So we could extend it to the top half of the table to give Chris a chance. We'll leave it at that. Let's do results league. So, Danny, give us the news. The news. Well, unfortunately, my news is still to be confirmed because my game is tomorrow night. Okay. Which is a bit of an anticlimax, but I've gone Huddersfield to beat Fulham 2-1. Still, having heard those stats about the goal scorers, (laughs) come on, Billing and and Zanka. (laughs) Um, Mark went for Man City to beat Southampton 5-0. Again. by five goals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting you have that. Because earlier in the season, when I, what was it? I went for Man City to beat Huddersfield 5-0 and they won 6-1 and you wouldn't let me have it. So you're not having that. Uh, but you have got one point. And Chris, you went for Everton to beat Brighton 3-0. I knew I should have gone one. 3-1. I knew I should have. I actually, I couldn't remember. I, thought, I knew you went three for Everton, but I yeah. couldn't remember. Uh, so this week... We've got to pick our picks. Pick our picks? Pick our picks. Um, I think I already have mine. Go for so it. I don't mind going first. I actually haven't had a look. Um, so this week, I'm going for Leicester City at home to beat Burnley. Because I haven't picked either of those teams to win or lose. Uh, and I think Leicester City are going to win 2-1. Leicester City are going to win 2-1. Against Burnley, yeah. Mark, how are you looking? Yeah. Let's have a quick look at who we've picked. Hold on. Two, Burnley, one. 
Alright, Danny's locking his score in. It's in. So, go down. Uh, Have I picked West Ham to win? Christo or... Because I'm thinking West Ham are going to win. You've not yet picked them to win. So I'm going to do West Ham to win away to Huddersfield. <clears throat> okay, yeah. And I'm going to do 3-1. Okay. West Ham 3-1 away at Huddersfield. They seem to be playing quite well, West Ham. They seem to be all over the place, actually, don't they? Yeah, but when Arnautovic plays, they, they seem yeah, to get a few goals. Yeah. And Chris, what's your prediction? Could you bring up the pivot table? I can indeed. So, you have picked quite a few. But you've not picked anyone twice yet. Oh. Oh, sorry. I've not picked anyone twice yet. You've actually already picked this time twice. I think they lost both fans. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you've picked Huddersfield to win, so you're doing all right. I've got to pick them at some point. Um, I'm going to go for... We've got a big, big Sunday night, Sunday afternoon game. Man City versus Man United. I'm going to pick Man City to beat Man United. And I'm going to go for a drubbing of three... 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 One. Put one, the one on there. Put the one, put the one on there. Three, one. The City, of can I change it? Well, yeah. The score? Well, yeah. No, I'll keep it. I haven't it. written it yet. I'll keep it. I'll keep it's it. No, because I feel locked in the machine now. now. Yeah. It's no, no, no. I, I was singing two. I was singing two goals because Mourinho wouldn't want a drubbing. But after what you said about the press conference, 3 1. We'll go for 3 1. Okay. Yeah, they tend to have a shocker after Mourinho says something horrible in the press conference every week. Uh, good. All right. So I've gone Leicester to win. Mark's gone West Ham to beat Huddersfield. And you've gone City to beat United in the big. Sunday afternoon game. Can you put the points up as well? How are we yes, currently I can. standing? Currently. I don't think you added them as well, did you? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. obviously I haven't played yet this week. Yeah. Currently, Chris is on seven. When Huddersfield beats Fulham 2-1 tomorrow, I will be on eight. Uh, Mark, you're on four. All right. I'm doing all right at this. <coughs> you are. Um, shall we... We're still at fantasy football, haven't we? Uh, we got fantasy football... But again, there's still a game tomorrow and you've got some players. I've got play. a couple of players. Uh, what, does, what are the league tables look like? Scores on the doors for fantasy football. Um, it wasn't a great week, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm on 56 with no subs. Uh, Chris, you're on 53. Did I've you got, have any subs? Uh, no, uh, you didn't have any I haven't points. spent any. But I've got Mitrovic playing and I've got Hamer who won't play, but he's in my team. So I, so I need Mitrovic to score. If he scores, I win. Unless he gets sent off or something else. Unless he yeah. gets sent off. Um, yeah, that's true. Big if. Big Solid if. Solid Huddersfield defence. Uh, Mark, so you're out of it on 34. Yeah. If I don't if think you've got anyone to play. I, I won't even have 11 players. I mean, you've still got De Bruyne as your vice-captain. Yeah, actually, you've got Mitrovic to play. And you've got Wan-Bissaka coming in with one point. Nice. Uh, yeah, that means you're out. Uh, my sub of um, Sigurdsson in this week was alright, he got an assist. Just a shame I took out Philippe Anderson who scored two. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, so should we talk through if, what you would do if you won and what I would do? Uh, yeah, I haven't actually looked, but yes, we can do that. Uh, we have 1.1 million in the bank. If I, if I, do, if I win, I'm going to take out Giroud and I'm going to yeah, put in uh, to Wilson. I, am gonna, I was also going to take out Giroud, but... Well, would I put in Wilson? How much have we got? We've got 8.9. Ooh. Uh, that could get a Martial, could it? I was just thinking that. Not against City, though. Uh, could get an Arnie, and they are playing Huddersfield. Uh, what's West Ham's fixtures? Oh. Well, they got Man City at home, but then they got Newcastle, Cardiff, and Palace. And Huddersfield. I think I might go for an Arnie. I might bring him into my team. <laughs> yeah, no, <I'm> looking, <laughs> at those, looking at those... Um, or Felipe Anderson, <laughs> <laughs> or Morata. <laughs> we could actually afford. He was actually, terrible. Felipe yeah. Anderson was actually really good. Yeah, it's so annoying because he's been he's not done a lot this season. But there you go. Um, I'll probably go Arnie. You're going to go Wilson. Yeah, fine. We well, shall find out tomorrow. Yeah, we will. Lovely. Front three, back four to finish off. Absolutely. Best part of the week for all of us. Uh, who wants to go first? Why don't you kick us off? I'll go first. Uh, in my back four this week is uh, British Airways. Oh. Uh, British Airways passengers had to endure a 77-hour journey from hell back to London from Florida. 
which is horrible. I'd hate for that to happen. I've never up seventy-seven hours. Seventy-seven hour, yeah. So they weren't. Um, they weren't on the plane that long, I assume. No, I think they were in airports, and there's pictures of um, people yeah. and children it's sleeping on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> How many days? That's a lot of days. Um, a three-day trip, Jesus. Yeah. Um, Why? They. Uh, well, BA apologised to passengers and said appreciate that this was an exhausting and frustrating experience. They haven't really, um, from what I gather, they haven't really given an explanation as to why. That it was uh, technical faults to be repaired. Uh, they were forced to disembark and stay in a nearby hotel. Uh, it was 200 people that they had to um, that that had to wait. So yeah, that's not a good uh, good thing for BA. But there you go. In my front three this week is a young man called Derek Rose. Derek Rose is an NBA basketball player and he recently scored 50 points in a game. Uh, the reason that's interesting is because uh, Derek Rose... I mean, players get 50 points. You have to be really, really good to get 50 points in a game or have an exceptional game. The reason this is such a sort of a happy story for Derek Rose is because Derek Rose um, was once uh, known to be one of the best players in the NBA. He was the youngest ever MVP at the age of 22, he was drafted number one by uh, um, Chicago Bulls. But for about six years, he's just been marred with massive amount of injury after injury after injury. I mean, he, and he was just, at, at his peak, he was unbelievable. He was so athletic. He's like, um, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. He could just jump through the roof. Um, but it was just so emotional because he's going through some troubles. I think some legal troubles as well. But... After the game, he just broke down in tears and cried and was so grateful for scoring that 50 points. I have a look at it. Um, you know, have, you tweet, have you tweeted it? <coughs> I have not tweeted it. Uh, probably will do later. But uh, yeah, nice. nothing too funny. But uh, yeah, there you go. Good. Do you want else, Ligo? Uh, happy to go. Go on then. So I'll stick with my original front three because we never spoke about it. Oh yeah. Which was is Wayne Rooney, so uh, he's going to have breaking one, news as well. Actually, yeah, one final game for England. So um, they said all proceeds are going to go to the Rooney Foundation. So and it's a good way to give him a farewell because uh, it's England's top goal scorer. He's kind of faded out of the England picture. So well, yeah. I was going just as you say that. Like I was going to say it for the is he pick, but I mean. I don't know if there's any dispute in this room, at least, but is he the greatest England player of our lifetime? Yeah, as a career, yes. Not, at, yeah, I think so. In our lifetime, yeah. In our lifetime, yeah. I mean, I watched clips of him in oh seven oh eight. He was just so good. Yeah, like it's, it's easy to forget him. Yeah, it's, 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 it was a bit like Gerard when he when he last season at Liverpool. You can forget sometimes. How good when England when the English teams were dominating Europe, he was a key part to Man United. Like, well, I always think round to Euros two thousand and four before the injury. I am yeah, we convinced were, we would have won that if he would have stayed. Won he, was, uh, he, he was I coming, home. <laughs> he was coming <laughs> home. He was absolutely unplayable. I don't know if he's ever played better than that, really. But well, you asked me earlier, is he? Did he underachieve? Yeah. And I think the answer, unfortunately, is the England team he was in underachieved. I don't think you can say he underachieved because he's become our highest ever goal scorer, highest ever caps outfield player. I mean, how can you how can you say that's underachieving? You can't. No. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think he's great. And yeah, so that was in my front three. Nice. It would have been a enabled a horse, but if because we were meant to talk about Rooney, so I'm just going to throw it in anyway. My other front three was enable probably the best horse out of Europe for years, won the Breeders' Cup in America. And for European horses to go over to America and win is sort of tough, mainly because you imagine a horse having to travel over the Atlantic. Um, okay, I have no idea who that get is. Get wet. Yeah, the Enable is, is a quality horse. He was rode by the Tory. So they should call him Very Able. Yeah. Nice. All right. Lots of bad jokes there. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> that was good what was your back four back four it's actually local news it's like this uh, I, This isn't actually in papers or anything but, they're uh, stabbing <laughs> so in my in my, back four, in my back four are better gyms so uh, you, most people will know of better gyms because they run most of the council run gyms we've got one here called the Sobel Centre and uh, 
It's a bit of a leisure centre, does various things, also does indoor football. And if you're from Islington and you use the Sobel, you know who Alan is. Alan is an 80-year-old guy who still plays indoor football, plays with his goggles on, like, he's old. But basically, they've told him he can no longer book football, that he's too old. Oh, and, wow! And their insurance wouldn't cover him if, he, if anything happened. That's unbelievable. So, they've, so this retired postman who's from the area, has been playing at the Sobel. Pretty sure he was there when Michael Sobel opened it. <laughs> He's, uh, they've just told him they're not going to let him can play Can he still anymore. play, though? Cause he can't, he can't he play. He can't book it, but he can play. No, they won't let him play. Well, that's unbelievable. Is there going to be a boycott? For- forced him into retirement. Like That's incredible. You should be promoting I, health. I don't know his exact age, but... Oh, he's wait. got He's got an Arsenal top with... Alan 69, which is from the early 90s, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. So he's uh, he, getting close to 80, and I was thinking, well, something's happened for them to do this, and so maybe he turned 80, and they were like, maybe, maybe that's what their insurance they covers. They that's have, terrible. Yeah, that's a shame. That's terrible, especially the council-run gyms. Yeah. Like, they're, like they're, as you said, they should be promoting it. Like, I like that though. Local news. That was good. And I, I, I encourage, I encourage all our listeners to. Call or tweet at Serbel Centre with your displeasure Absolutely. and let's hashtag free, what's his name? Alan. Free Alan. Hashtag free Alan. Where's Alan? Yeah. Alan. Hashtag let Alan play. So he could be at a power league near you. So. Yeah. But it's too cold out for an eight year old to play football outside. I know, he needs outside. an indoor, he needs an he needs indoor, an indoor pitch. pitch. <laughs> oh, wow. Go on. Very nice. So my, uh, my front three this week is also fairly local news. To London, and well, it's Wimbledon, but it's still local. Uh, not Wimbledon the tennis, Wimbledon the area. Um, so, in my front three this week is Ian Beardwell. Ian Beardwell is a milkman, and he's the most altruistic milkman there has ever been. He's just recently won an award because he spent the last few years returning people's lost pets, returning lost items. He's even chased thieves down the road. He's stopped burglaries happening in houses. The guy is a local hero in Wimbledon. Um, and he's just been awarded, I can't remember what it was called, something for bravery and altruism. Uh, the guy's old as well, come of the age, but also old, old guy's been a milkman for decades and decades and decades. And I just want to give him a shout out because fair play to that man. So we've you had Batman, we've had Superman, now we've got Milkman. <laughs> <laughs> you sure he just wasn't making excuses for why the milk was late? <laughs> yeah. He stopped the robbery at 4am. Ah, he says... <laughs> yeah. He didn't admit it was him starting it. Yeah. It was a high-speed car chase at yeah. five miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so congratulations to Ian Beardwell. If you're out there, tweet us. Um, my back four this week is an odd one. So I don't know if you guys heard this, um, but golf is in my back four this week. Big fans. Big fans. Because... It's Tiger back. No, they have... They are talking about, genuinely talking about, introducing crash helmets for golfers. So they're saying golfers are going to have to potentially start wearing headgear and helmets when they play golf. It's dangerous isn't game, though. Isn't it the fans that have been injured this so let, year? So Not let me read you. So it, There's an insurance moment. company, a golfing insurance company, that kind of started this one. It's taken some legs. and It's actually become a pretty serious thing where they're saying golfers need to wear helmets to prevent, otherwise they won't be able to make injury claims. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of high-profile stuff. There's that lady um, that got lost her eyesight. There was another one a few weeks later where a guy got concussion. Actually, this insurance company have released some stats about the um, percentage of people, and in fact, golfers, that get hurt playing golf. I know that in, in private uh, courses that happens often. So, although it's a bit of an odd stat, between 16 and 41% of amateur golfers are injured each year, which is odd. They then go on to talk about golf has an injury rate of 1.8 per thousand. Rugby, rugby's injury rate, which is one of the highest in sport, is 1.5 Do you know thousand. what my injury rate is? Zero. Well, you say that. You're currently yeah, off work, homebound <laughs> injured. So <laughs> I don't think that's counting. I was forced into it. Um, anyway, so I just the thought of golfers having to go around a golf course wearing crash helmets is just ridiculous. Do you know what they should do? Um, just as someone's about to hit the ball, do a really loud siren so people know they're about to hit. Well, <laughs> imagine how annoying that would be for the person hitting the ball. Yeah, but at least people aren't going to get hit in the head. They know it's coming. Um, anyway, so I just thought I thought it was a bit ridiculous that they're take they're going to such lengths these insurance companies that they're now saying they have to wear helmet. I mean, they introduced it to cricket, obviously very different. 
cricket didn't used to have headgear. It'd be interesting to they see. They also didn't used to have teeth. Yeah. <laughs> is it also always a ball hitting the player that's causing injury? But it's the crashing the golf it, buggies, it, it, or they? Well, I don't know. It's players. It's players that were obviously playing ahead of you in a private course, yeah, and they they're just going to get smacked. Yeah. yeah. Um, why are they ruining my game? So I, I did have one other back four, but I thought it was going to come up, so I gave him a second one, only because we talked about it earlier in the week. Lord Bentner. don't know if you yeah. saw, but he got sentenced to 50 days in jail. Don't they ass- know who he is? For assaulting a taxi driver. The greatest footballer of all time is going to have to go to jail in Denmark because he broke the draw of a taxi driver. He's going to run that shit. He is. <laughs> he is. Is he actually going to jail then? Well, uh, he's still... Because they're messy, get a two-year prison Yeah, but they're now appealing, but they reckon he's not got a very good chance of getting out of it because it was GBH, well, and, got, and he really seriously hurt this guy. I've got a new uh, back four, and it's everyone in the prison that uh, Ben is <laughs> going to because they're all going to become his prison bitch. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, congratulations to Lord Bentner. He's stooped to new lows. Ah, dethroned. Yeah. Right. Next week, maybe we'll talk about some Champions League. Yeah. Definitely talk about some football. Can't wait to talk about how Martial teared the Juventus apart. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. right. Good one, boys. Thanks. See you in the book. See you next week. Bye.